Hello everyone. Welcome back to See the Sunrise. This is season three and episode 11. Seeing the sunrise is about seeing Christ in our everyday situations. We find in the book of Jeremiah chapter 33 and verse three, where the Lord speaks to the prophet while he's in prison. He says to him, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Seeing the sunrise is an opportunity to see what God's doing behind the scenes, but not only behind the scenes, but in the lives of everyday people like you and me. From the pulpit to the pew, we all have had various challenges and experiences that bring us to a need for Christ in our lives. This week, we're celebrating Memorial Day. Memorial Day is an opportunity where we remember those who have given their lives in battle for our country. But we also remember loved ones who have died and in light of COVID, there have been many. Flags have been lowered to half staff to honor the one million people who lost their lives due to this plague. It's a time to look back and remember, and there's no better time than now to do that. When you think about memory, you have to ask yourself, what is memory? Memory is our story. It's the story of our experiences, the things that happened to us. And sometimes it's a good thing, not sometimes, but oftentimes, it's a good thing to go back and remember your past so that you can really appreciate the future. And remembering isn't passive. That means it isn't accepting or allowing what happens uh, of what others do. Remembering is an action that brings the power of Christ in our lives. Because when we remember what Jesus has done, it enables us to stop focusing on impossibilities and begin to focus on possibilities. And God is the God of the impossible. You know, not too long ago, I went home to um, visit one of, um, well, went home to just visit as a result of losing a family member. We were attending a memorial service. And while we were there, I asked my husband to take me to the neighborhood that I grew up in. As we came close to the street, I realized so much had changed. Some of it didn't look the same. Many of the houses that were there when I grew up were gone. Even the home I lived in with my parents and siblings had been torn down. The street light at the end of the street was replaced with a stop sign because what was once a somewhat bustling neighborhood, although poor, at that time there was at least a local food store and a drugstore. The churches that were in the neighborhood that were once filled with, with people where services were being held throughout the week, they were covered in debris and vines and weeds were growing up all around them. The doors were closed and there was no sign of reawakening again. Things had changed. I actually asked my husband to stop so that I could go out and take a picture of what was once a place that I lived, a place that I grew, the place that was filled with barrenness, desolation, sickness, and hopelessness. My sister was with me when we drove by and she was asking why I wanted to take a picture of nothing. I told her I wanted to remember where I'd come from. We all need to remember where we've come from to see how far God has brought us. It was my history and I don't wanna forget it because it is a part of what makes me who I am today. The word of God is filled with the word remember. In fact, the word remember is found over 200 times in the Old and New Testament. There were times when um, there were great feats were accomplished. If you recall, Joshua set up some stones to remember crossing the Jordan and Jesus told his disciples to remember his words. 
And in communion, we remember Christ's death and the breaking of bread and the drinking of wine, the new covenant in his blood. He said it as often as we did it to remember him. And so I thought about the Israelites when God was bringing them out of the land of, of barrenness, when they were wandering for 40 years and he was going to, he was going to, he did. He brought them out of a wilderness into a land of, of milk and honey. And in Deuteronomy chapter eight and verse 18, I like this verse because I think it, it speaks to us today. It says, but remember the Lord, your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. You may say that, well, that's Old Testament and that was for the children of Israel, but we are his chosen people and God hasn't changed. And since he hasn't changed, all of this applies to us as well. And so in this eighth chapter of Deuteronomy, here's one of the things that um, I, I learned and something that I wanted to share so that this time of remembrance that you too would begin to look back and say, you know what? God has really been good to me and I need to take this day of remembrance to remember everything that he's done. And so we remember the leading of the Lord. We have to remember the way God has led us. And you say, well, yeah, he's led us, but you know, now it's kind of, we're trying to figure things out for ourselves, but we shouldn't be trying to figure things out for ourselves. God is always with it, with us and he doesn't leave us. That's his word. And if you take a moment, you can see how the Lord didn't just lead us yesterday or yesteryear, some might say, but he leads us continually today. When the children of Israel stood and doubted God, it was a time where God had to chasten them. And that's where that 40 years of barrenness comes. And we have to think about it because sometimes we limit God or we don't believe God can do what he says he will do. When the Israelites wandered in the wilderness, they were led for 40 days, I'm sorry, 40 years of wandering. They, led, they, they, they were in the wilderness and that 40 years produced 40 years of humbling. Imagine that God has given you a promise, but because of your inability to believe or your refusal to believe that he had to humble you or you didn't feel like you could conquer what he told you to conquer. And so he's like, okay, since you don't believe me, let me give you some time to think about it and let's see how you work it out. He had, they had 40 years of learning that God will lead them and he does lead them. He did lead them and he leads us. And it was 40 years of learning that God's word is true that everything that God tells us, he says he will do, he does it. It may take more time than you want. And you have to ask yourself, what is it that you aren't learning that he hasn't moved you to the place that he has promised you? Because God does keep his word and he knows, um, he knows our hearts. And he knows that sometimes if he gives us what our desires are, he knows it will turn our heart from him. And he wants us to, he wants us to be drawn to him. Here living in America, we understand we've come through some difficult times and yet we've got some difficult times remaining and there's some difficult times still to come. People are worried about war and rumor of war. They're worried about inflation, recession, the abortion laws, gun violence. These are difficult times, yes, but is anything too hard for our God? You might wanna ask Abraham and Sarah who were barren and didn't think they would have children or Isaac and Rebecca or Zachariah and Elizabeth. How about Mary, the mother of Jesus? And then how about King David and Samson? Throughout history, Jesus demonstrates his power. God demonstrates his power. 
Jesus demonstrated his power turning water into wine. How about the healing of the man's son at Capernaum or healing the disabled man at the pool of Bethesda or when the disciples were on a ship and a storm came up and he quieted the storm or maybe the feeding of the 5,000 or how about when he called Lazarus to life? You know, sisters and brothers, you want to remember what God has done and is still doing today. Like the children of Israel, there are some things that are happening in our country that might bring chastening from God to us. Times when freedom's future seems unsure or when basic freedoms seem under attack. Time when foreign enemies have threatened. Times when there are domestic problems, some too serious that they seem unsolvable. Consider the gun violence drug and alcohol tragedies. I hear fentanyl is killing people by the thousands. And in fact, the National Institute on Drug Abuse said opioid involved overdoses rose from 21,088 in 2010 to 40,600 in 2017. And then in 2018, it rose to 46,802 deaths. I mean, these are significant things that are happening in our world today. We are being chastened. What about the moral catastrophe that we face or we face? Healthcare inequity, baby formula shortage, public assistance. You've got um, labs, supply chains uh, unable to supply or bring forth the things that are necessary for everyday life. Financial inequity. COVID has raised many moral flaws in our society. God has led America through some dark times, but yet God has allowed us to triumph over our enemies. We have experienced times of refreshing that have come from the Lord and those times are refreshing. We need those. God hasn't only just brought America through some dark times. He's also brought us, me, some of you through some very difficult times times when you weren't where you are today. There are times when people like to forget the hardships, the difficulty, the trials, but I want to remember them. I want to remember how low I was and how God has raised me up. I want to remember when I didn't think anything was possible and God made it possible. I want to remember when those in, that, I, that I've experienced and been around who were sick and God delivered and healed them. I want to remember those times. I want to remember the hard times. I want to remember the bad upbringing. I want to remember the time of lack and the time of want. I want to remember the time of, 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 of be, not having the support that I needed. I want to remember that. I want to remember the times of uncertainty. You too may have experienced uncertainty, uncertainty, times when you didn't know what to do. It could have been your finances or your health. Maybe it was your children or your job and you may still have, and we may still have dark days, but what we do have, even in dark days, is a living God who causes us to remember how much he loves us and those he loves, he chastens. God has called us out of darkness. He has, he, what he has done, he continues to do. I want to remember how much he didn't give up on me. I hope you want to remember how much he didn't give on you. We need to remember and what do you need to remember today? Has God done anything for you that you are grateful for? Today is a day to go back into the recesses of your mind, roll back that tape and sing that song. 
look where he brought me from. The songwriter says, look where he brought me from. He brought me out of darkness to the marvelous light. Look where he brought me from. He saved my soul from the burning hell. Yes, he did. Brought me out of darkness. You don't know how glad I am that he brought me out of darkness. Yes, he brought me out of darkness. I'm glad that he brought me out. Look where he brought me from. It is a time of remembering. It's a time to go back and thank God for everything that you've experienced in your life because you're still here. And if you're still here, that means you've been blessed. And that means that God has watched over you and he's kept you even through the harshest of times. I pray that we never forget. And I pray that we always remember that we serve a God who loves us, that he loves us so much that he gave his life for us. So I pray this Memorial Day season that we not only celebrate uh, with our festivities and all of the things that we do and the cooking and all of that, it's more than that. It's about honoring those who gave their lives for someone else. The soldiers who died, who are willing to sacrifice because of what they believed in our country. Also the people that have died and we sometimes it's very difficult to wrap our arms around why they're gone, but we know that there is an end to life, but there is a life eternal. We may close our eyes on this side, but I have the utmost confidence that we open them on the other side. And on that other side, there is no more death, no more weeping, no more wailing. But until that time, I pray that we are the children, the sons and daughters that God has called us to be, and that we remember everything that he has purposed and told us that he would do and that he wants us to do. I pray that we would be obedient to his word. God bless you. Until next time, see the sunrise. See Christ in your everyday situations.